Well, this afternoon, the Chamber's welcoming employment lawyer with Fulton & Company, Ayla Salen, and she joins me on the phone now. Ayla, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me here today. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so this Chamber event, you know, it, it states on the, on the event page, you know, that you're going to be on hand to share some information with employers about best practices to navigate COVID-19 and to discuss support systems that are currently available. So I want to just start with that first part of that sentence, best practices to navigate COVID-19. That's a pretty broad statement. So what types of advice are you expecting to be giving to local business owners with respect to navigating this pandemic here this afternoon? Yeah, as, as a starting point, the COVID pandemic has really impacted every person in every workplace. And so what I'm hoping to discuss with some of the employers today is what are some of the best practices to provide a health and safety workplace to their employees. Um, so that would be include best practices, maybe strategizing different scenarios as to how to structure their workplace, uh, how to deal with situations if there's an infection in the workplace or a suspected infection, or if someone calls in sick because a family member um, either has COVID or may have COVID, maybe how to deal with some of the more vulnerable employees, uh, elderly or immune compromised, and then also how to deal with the fear that exists around COVID in the workplace. So a lot of the time I get employers who don't have employees showing up and how to deal with those scenarios. So that would be one of the main topics that I plan to discuss is, is strategies around all those, as well as some of the business operation of the workplace. So are there profit concerns? Is, is there a need to reduce the workforce or what type of benefits are available so that you can avoid having to lay people off? You mentioned a lot of different things there in terms of sort of what the potential responsibilities are for employers. And obviously the main thing during a time like this is to make sure that, you know, your workplace is safe. If you're going to have people continuing to come into an office or, or another place of business, right, that uh, that it is a safe uh, workplace. So when it comes to, I guess, just infection specifically, right? If someone were to get COVID-19, what is the employee's responsibility, I guess, when it comes to maintaining that safe environment? When you look at, you know, if someone were to contract uh, COVID-19 within someone's household, I mean, obviously, I would think it would be the most important thing to make sure that person stays home and has the ability to be able to self-isolate and all those kinds of things that we're being told to from a health professional. So, uh, you know, I guess, are you hearing any stories of, of like employers who maybe are, you know, don't have enough staff to be able to allow people to kind of take those necessary times off? I mean, I don't know exactly if you're understanding my question, but sort of what is the responsibility of an employer to making sure that their workplace, that where they're going to be bringing their employees in is is a safe place to work? A lot to unpack there, but really as a starting point, there are ministerial orders that have been ordered by the BC uh, health officer, uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry, who that say employers need to allow employees to stay home if they have contracted COVID-19 or are otherwise directed by a health professional. And so employers have an obligation to allow employees to take a leave during that time and, and guarantee their job. That makes it challenging, you know, if, there's an, if there is an outbreak at workplace, for example, because then we're talking about possibly needing to bring in employees. If there is an employee that has contracted COVID or is suspected of contracting COVID and they've been recommended to uh, stay home and quarantine for, during that period, it, the employer then needs to consider where the source of that contraction took place. So did it happen in the workplace? Because then there's 
certain obligations or has that employee been in the workplace because there's obligations that that employer has to take to make sure that the workplace is safe. Alternatively, if if not, then it's just a, a leave to make sure that that employee's job is secure during the period of mm-hmm. isolation. If, if someone were, say, to refuse to self-isolate, right, like if, if, if you're working at a, at a place and, and you're not really abiding by those self-isolation rules, you know, you're, you're not necessarily going right home after work, maybe you're, um, you know, I don't know, going to the grocery store on a very frequent basis and you're going out for walks and you're meeting friends in parks and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, would an employer have any sort of right to maybe ask you to stop coming into work for the time being because you're, you're maybe they're nervous that you are uh, spending too much time with other people? Is that something that an employer would be allowed to do? So, Jeff, the the short answer is unlikely. The employer can ask the employee to stay home if they are exhibiting symptoms of illness um, or have returned from travel, for example, outside of Canada. Under those circumstances, the employer has the right to send the employee home. However, it's likely that that, that ability ends there. It's a pretty tricky, yeah. probably, situation to navigate for employers, I am sure, right? Because you yeah, want to keep I mean, the workplace safe, but you also can't necessarily tell someone what to do on their free time, right? Well, that's it, right? So the hope is that employees would be listening to the to the recommendations of the ministry and abiding by self-distancing and, you know, not increasing the risk, but at the same time, employers don't necessarily have the right to control what people do in their personal life. So unless there's some additional reason or risk such as this person has symptoms of the infection or this person's immediate family member that they live with have, have those symptoms um, or have been diagnosed, then, then only in those circumstances would an employer be able to send someone home from work. What what if um, an employee is just nervous in general about uh, you know the, about the the coronavirus? Can they refuse to work? And if they were to do that, I mean, does the employer have a right to fire someone for that? So, I get this question a lot because it, it's it's happening. People are scared to go to work. Are scared to be in groups with people. Um, as a starting point, employees have the right to refuse work in BC where there's um, an, an undue hazard is the term, but mm-hmm. where there's some sort of hazard where the workplace is not safe. And so if an employee refuses to consider or to attend work because they um, don't think the workplace is safe, they have to raise that with their employer who would then assess the situation and the circumstances and determine whether or not that refusal is is reasonable or not. You know, pre-COVID, there's a whole process through WorkSafe BC where if there's if the employer does not think that the employee is being reasonable in that refusal, then they can say go to WorkSafe BC, raise a complaint there, and we'll have it investigated. Now with the COVID, it's it's raised, it's thrown a little bit of a wrench into things just because of the amount of fear there is out there and all the changing circumstances. And so what happens is now we have a situation where employers are asked to be reasonable in their approach to things. Um, So do employees have a right to refuse work? It depends if there's, if the workplace is taking additional steps to make it a safe 
environment as possible, then it's unlikely they do have that right to refuse unless there's some additional circumstance. Um, That's probably uh, all I need from you right now, Ayla, but uh, just in terms of, I guess, what you kind of are expecting here this afternoon, just what types of questions are you you getting right now amidst this pandemic on a pretty frequent basis? Because we can't touch on all of them, and I'm sure more people are going to get some answers here when they jump online for this virtual meet and greet here later today. But just uh, just from your perspective and just from what you've been hearing and and getting asked from, uh, you know, the people that you talk to on a regular basis, what, what seems to be some of the more pressing issues for um, in in terms of employment during this time? Yeah, so some of the bigger issues that we've been dealing with have been uh, employee layoffs, for example, Uh, also situations where employees are refusing to come to work, uh, how to navigate those situations. Um, And then interestingly would be the ones where they're needing more workers because because they're an essential service who demand has increased. So you look at what's happening in the grocery stores, for example, and those are where people are needed to work. But, you know, if somebody has contracted COVID and can't come in or there's a group of people who have then um, what to do in those situations. So from the employee's perspective, those are the big topics. Also, what types of benefits are available? So whether it's for the employers with wage subsidies or for the employees, the types of benefits and EI benefits that are available. Um, We get asked a lot of questions about those. The other thing that we deal with quite a bit is strategizing the workplace. So work share arrangements or different alternative work schedules and whatnot for employees. So that would be strategizing how to make the workplace as safe as possible. Well, Ayla, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me here today. Really do appreciate it, and uh, I hope you get uh, lots of people online here this afternoon, and then and you can help fill them in even further. But I really do appreciate you doing this with me here today. Thanks, Jeff. That was employment lawyer with Fulton and Company, Ayla Salen.